Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. That is the live analysis bell, and that is right. We are back. I am your host, Ernest Silva of the Into the Lab podcast. Of course, if you're joining us, which you don't have many, uh, then you're, you're, you've got us queued up and ready to go. If you are going to be c- coming in late, you're going to see this intro late. That is perfectly fine as well. We have a lot scheduled for tonight. That is right. We have some NBA draft command center hype tonight. We took in your favorite players, and we've gone around the rumor mill. We've talked to some of the sports analysts. We've got the inside track to that. We are also going to talk about some NBA finals action as well as your NFL top 10 fantasy quarterbacks for the 2021-2022 season. Uh, I've already introduced myself, but of course, this is brought to you by Blue Collar Media Group. That is right, Blue Collar Media Group. www.bluecollarmg.com is where you can go catch some of the latest and greatest action as well as our wonderful BCMG stream team, uh, which is on Twitch and Facebook gaming pages. And some of our greatest shows here on your Twitter platforms, Facebook platforms, and any streaming platform. If you want to know the, the, some of the inside tracks for NBA Draft, stay tuned with us, announcer. Bring us in right. And now, tonight's starting lineup. All right, have you heard that man's voice? You're going cuckoo in the Cavessa. We don't have a live announcer, but I will tell you this. The man, the myth, the legend has joined us today. That's right. You elected him your general. That is right. Steve Reisner is joining us in the house. How's it going, bud? I'm all right. I uh, I guess I decided I'd stay up late, get a little crazy on a Wednesday night, and talk to you about sports. I'll tell you what, holy shit, is this a flash back in the past? We haven't been together by ourselves. I think we might have had a couple episodes where we're by ourselves, but not one featuring a lot of great content like this since I think the beginning of Into the Lab. So I am excited to be talking some shop and some rumors with you. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, so uh, before we really dive into our round one segment, let me grab your attention. That's right, folks. You have a chance to win some great prizes, possibly a scholarship for your youngins if you're down in beautiful Brownsville, Texas. That's right. The BCMG Expo, August 20th and 21st, is down in Brownsville, Texas. We'll have live streamers, live shows, plenty of great action coming your way. Stay tuned for more announcements next week. We're going to feature a lot of great stuff, especially going into the NBA draft. So stay tuned for that to come. But, but announcer, why don't you ring that bell and let's start off round one correctly. Round one, league news and updates. All right, that's the virtual bell. And if you heard it, again, I would suggest to go see a doctor because we do not have that uh, going on for our show. But we are going to talk some NBA draft. We're still going to get that cowbell. We do have to get that cowbell. You're absolutely right. We have uh, NBA Draft Command Center. We asked you guys in last week's episode, send in those player names. Talk to us about what those players you want to hear some inside information on. 
And so we dove into our uh, different NBA analysts, got all the recent uh, rumors and decided to chase them down. So here's what we have for you guys today. And we're going to start off with some great ones. Um, but first, this is all brought to you by Takito Express. That is right, Takito Express down in the beautiful Brownsville, Texas, where the BCMG Expo will be. Takito Express, all-you-can-eat tacos for $7.99. So we are excited to be talking with you first. We are going to be talking NBA draft, and more importantly, which players have the latest rumors coming out. Uh, Steve is here for the looks because this is not his forte, uh, but we will we will dive right into it. He is uh, going to pose for this, for this segment. Um, but let's start off with the first one. The first one brought up to us was Cade Cunningham. So Cade Cunningham, the uh, forward out of Oklahoma State, Davis Cordova. Shout out to Davis Cordova with the inside track, as well as some of the recent rumors. Uh, most recently, the rumors that have come up is that uh, Cade Cunningham is not a lock at number one. We don't know how true that is. Um, but from recent analysis, uh, Detroit has been shopping around that number one pick. They are not so sold on Cade Cunningham. Uh, rumor has it they are working out Evan Mobley, Jalen Green, and Cade Cunningham, only those three players so far. And the Detroit front office has been uh, listening to trade packages, including Houston, Oklahoma City, Washington, New Orleans, and Cleveland. So a lot of those picks in the lottery, especially in the top four, uh, would be interesting to see if Kate doesn't go number one. I think that would be a steal. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm no like expert on any of these players, but having fielding phone calls about the number one overall pick, I wouldn't read too much into that. Yeah, it's just it's got to be lucrative for whatever team That's gonna just, be getting it. You just you you if someone's gonna try to trade you for the number one overall pick, you. You you listen to the offer and see what they're throwing at you. That's I, I don't I don't I wouldn't buy much into read much into that. I definitely agree. Now, if you're Detroit, Steve, though, and you don't choose Kate Cunningham, right? All the hype you've heard about Kate Cunningham, I mean, you'd be crazy not to take Kate one, right? Or am I wrong there? I I guess I don't want to. Kate's the only one I really know the most about, so <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. But like again, I, I barely watched any of the college basketball. I won my bracket. I'm just a, I'm just a genius. You're just. I a just genius. do. I I just do things. It, the things just happen. I think when you take a look at at the Detroit Pistons, all the the young core that they have, and pairing them with Jeremy Grant, I mean, it would be crazy not to have Kate Cunningham go number one and join that unit, lead that unit in the future. Um, and if, if you are any other team in the league and, and Kate Cunningham were to fall to you like the Houston Rockets or the Cleveland Cavaliers um, or even the Toronto Raptors, um, if you trade up to two, then uh, yeah, you get Kate all day. But with Kate Cunningham, he's only working for working out for Detroit. There are no other teams working out Kate Cunningham. He is sold that he is going number one, and he's made that gamble with his agent. Um, so you got to think that that is where he's going. It's number one or bust for Cade. And if a team's going to trade up in that, I really think the only team I would even take serious in a trade-up package would be Houston or Cleveland. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else I would actually take a serious package for, unless OKC is just throwing the ship at you. Then I, I don't. I don't know what else. I don't know what other team I would make a deal for with Cade. 
But you asked for the Cade Cunningham rumors. We gave you those. Um, the insight is he is not working out for any other team than whatever team has at number one pick. So good luck to him. Let's move on. Jalen Green has been the topic of most conversation, and I got four requests for Jalen Green. Let's talk about Jalen and where he's been. Jalen Green has been traveling. He worked out in Miami. He's worked out over in Toronto. He made his trip down south to OKC, and now he's in Cleveland for a workout. Of course, he's worked out for Houston. The Houston Rocket front office was in Miami for that workout. Um, so he has been working out in front of many front offices. Um, I'll be honest with you. Most of the rumors out there is that he is going number two to Houston, and analysts want to see him in Houston paired up with Kevin Porter Jr. Um, those are the, re the recent um, conversations. But, of course, the big one is that Detroit is not um, sold on Kay Cunningham, and they're very high on Jalen Green. Could Jalen go up to that number one spot? and be Detroit's pick, that may be the case in, in, in some eyes. But, I mean, who knows at this point? All we can say is right now, Jalen Green looks like to be a lock at number two, which is Houston, and Evan Mobley seems to be that number three pick, which is what we're going to talk about next because his workouts have included Detroit, Houston, Cleveland, and Toronto, with Toronto really wanting Evan Mobley at number three. So we'll have to see what happens with those top three candidates Let's go to some of you Texas folks, though, that really wanted to hear about UT and U of H's uh, Quentin Grimes. Um, so we'll start off with Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes had an NBA draft combine of his life. He ended up working out for Houston, Philly, uh, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Nuggets. Um, and what was supposed to be an out-of-the-draft type of pick, he ended up coming in with a huge uh, staple with uh, posting a 75% three-point percentage in four games. So as you can see, Quentin Grimes is shooting the ball quite well. A 6'6 forward out of Houston who definitely knows how to play. Um, for you as a Celtics fan, Steve, that doesn't sound too bad to add to your to your arsenal, does it? No. And he's got a fun name. Yeah, Quentin Grimes. I love it. I love it. Yeah, he, he absolutely <clears throat> showed out. I don't know if you got he to sounds watch like a He sounds like a villain in like an 80s action <laughs> movie or something. Like... <laughs> Quentin Grimes, I don't know, like uh, no, it's more like a '90s. That's more of a '90s action movie. Like Nicolas Cage would play him. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't think he'd play him, but if you've seen him, the man is the man is absolutely uh, a terror on the court. Um, he led his team not only in assists and rebounds, but also in points. Um, and I, I mean, if you watch some of his highlights, I wish we had a cue and a roll for it. Um, but Quentin Grimes was absolutely a stud, not only on the court, but also in the interview afterwards. I mean, just everything you'd want to hear from a player and um, just ecstatic for him. So I hope he gets drafted in the second round. Um, if the rumors are true, then he probably would be drafted somewhere in the latter part of the second round. So the Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, or Sixers would get a steal. And the Sixers really have the crosshairs on him. So doesn't surprise me. A 6'6 wing who shoots a three, Daryl Morey all over that. So, And Daryl Morey loves that second round, so. God knows that's what's going to happen. But let's move on to the UT Longhorns. That's right. Kai Jones and Greg Brown are the guys that we want to talk about. Kai Jones, the forward out of out of UT, has worked out for teams like the Spurs, the Pacers, the Hornets, the Thunder, and the Rockets. Uh, but big links to the Spurs as, as the Spurs are looking to revamp after their, their contracts are withering out for those big men. Uh, Kai Jones to San Antonio, or Kai Jones to OKC is very intriguing. OKC at 16. Um, I, I wouldn't mind that Kai Jones kind of fits the OKC rebuild. Um, he's got tons of talent. If you're not familiar with Texas basketball, a fantastic forward that took away Greg Brown's minutes, who we're going to talk about next. 
Um, but a, a real big man down low, he averaged 10.6 rebounds in the tournament, um, can score the ball. He averaged a double-double in the tournament. Um, a defensive threat, has the length. I think Kai Jones is a stud. So we'd, OKC would be lucky to have him. Greg Brown is the wild card here who would fall into the 20s, worked out for teams like Orlando, Chicago, Houston, and the Pelicans. And uh, when we talk about Greg Brown, we're talking about a forward who really underperformed in Houston. In, I'm sorry, in UT, um, but continues to be a, a factor. Uh, I know Houston's just stuck in the mind right now, uh, but continues to be a factor uh, on the court because his ball handling is so unique, and he's definitely a sharpshooter for a big man. So Greg Brown, definitely something to watch out for as somebody who can develop. That's not there right now, but would be an asset. So. Those are your six updates for your NBA Draft Command Center. Uh, something unique. I said we'd do it for you. We're living up to that promise. Uh, but let's go to something that's a little bit more in our repertoire. That's right. The NBA Finals Game 1 React. Um, and, and There I go. I can talk about this. There we go. I don't know if we expected uh, the Suns and the Bucks to be that game, right? We're, I don't know if we're talking about this, um, you know, two months before. And, and that's kind of the big thing, you know, Death Valley or Sun Valley, you know, the, the sun, we're not even completely sure what Valley it is anymore. Valley under the sun, that's what it is. And so we have, we have the Suns uh, really kind of take care of business against the Bucks in game one. Uh, Steve, CP3 played out of his mind, uh, you know, 32 points, look fluid. He, he's locked in. He's been playing out of his mind this whole playoffs, besides when he was out with COVID. Wow. Uh, not with COVID COVID protocol. CP3 has been locked in, dude. And it wasn't only CP3, right? I mean, uh, Devin I, Booker no, looked I great. Mean, Cam Johnson looked great. Um, DeAndre Ayton, man. Beast. DeAndre Ayton has been on a fucking tear. These whole fucking playoffs. CP3 robbed him of his 20th rebound last night, but dude, this is like I mean, how old is Aiden? The guy's only twenty years old, man. Yeah, that's I. That's what I thought he was. I thought he was like twenty-two. But <clears throat> I mean, dude, you're doing this. Right is, <clears throat> I mean, either way, you're doing this. Yeah, you're right. Twenty-two it, years old. Twenty-two years old. You're doing this in the finals at twenty-two years old, man. Like, Twenty-two I mean, this, points, nineteen rebounds. I, and he's been having. Dude, he's been having 18 rebound, 20.18 rebound games, all playoffs. All playoffs. I these I love the way the Suns have been playing. I didn't think I don't think they'd take care of business that handedly. Game one. I mean the Bucks were in it, but again, I only watched the highlights and like looked through the, the box score, read a few things, whatever. I'd, was on way too late for me. So maybe you'd know more. But I mean, it looked like the Suns like were like feeling in, in control of the game fairly well from the most part of it. Um, Once the Suns kind of took off in the in, in the first half, they didn't really look back. There was a time where they yeah. were up by almost 20 points, <clears throat> and then the Bucks came back on a bit of a run, made it a nine-point game. Yes, and, yes. There was there was the Bucks had a little run there. I saw at the end. And, and then the Suns took off with it. But I think the big deal. I mean, DeAndre Ayton, twenty-two and nineteen. You can't ask for more from a big man, especially a big man that was kind of undersold. Like it's Luca and Trey's draft. DeAndre Ayton's kind of left in the dust, and then all of a sudden now he's the one in the finals before both of them. Um, but DeAndre Ayton played fantastic. I mean, we'll have to see if Dario Saric 
uh, being being taken out with a with, with what we're we're being reported is a torn ACL in his right knee. Um, so he's out for the series, um, and to see what that does for the for the big man rotation for Phoenix. But uh, I think other than the big storyline of CP3 pay, playing above his game, right, playing sharp, it's got to be that Giannis actually performed after having to go through almost six evaluations dude, before tip off. Dude, I have said this a hundred times. Corey Brooks, who's just joined BCMG, if he's watching, said this. He's torn his ACL actually. I have no idea watching that video how Giannis did not tear his ACL. I That was not a hyperextended knee in that video I watched. I watched a bunch of times. I've hyperextended my knee. That's not it. Apparently, that's just how it is. And then he, he did that to his knee, only hyperextended it. Then he went out 20 points, 17 rebounds in that fucking chase down block. I don't want to – see, the only thing now is that, like, these, you already got Bucks fans on Twitter that are like, oh, you know, Giannis clearly wasn't at 100%. Dude, he's at enough fucking percentage. <laughs> if he did that, That's he's at enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he played 35 minutes. If he was on a minutes restriction and he wasn't playing the full game, I'd get it. I'd get it. But obviously, he's, he's healthy enough. Again – if you have uh, twenty points, seventeen rebounds in thirty-five minutes, you're fucking healthy. And and the thing is, is he cleared six medical evaluations and a pregame workout evaluation by the NBA staff. He was good. Dude, to go. I can't clear one medical evaluation. <laughs> if they did a medical evaluation in my job, I'd, I'd be done. So so we're talking about the NBA finals. I don't want to get too far away, but here's a big debate, and I have to ask you, okay? Which is probably going to cause a lot of debate with everybody watching. But here we go. A, a, a term came up. It was an ESPN radio conversation. I don't remember the show. Might have been. Oh, might have been. Uh, who knows? But the, the the question came up: What jersey is he wearing? And and it's interesting because I, I debated this, and I heard the debates, and I heard the Collins, and I thought I don't know. Matter of fact, it might have been Greeny show. So here we go. You are an NBA fan, and you get to see. This player, and you see, okay, Hall of Fame, what jersey is that player wearing? And tell me what your first reaction is, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. LeBron James. Cleveland. I am all about Cleveland. I absolutely right. I'm glad we don't differ on that. All right, ready? Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Probably the Clippers. I okay, so just have a feeling, but we agree on that one too so far. Maybe Phoenix if he sticks around there for a few more years and they win, <clears throat> they do win the title, whatever. Maybe, but so probably he, the Clippers. If he wins a title this year, only and goes to L.A. like the Lakers and plays with LeBron, do you see him in a Suns jersey or a Clippers jersey? Oh, probably a Clippers jersey. So you're still a Clippers jersey, even though he never won a championship there or got past the second round. I, yeah, I mean, it's not Houston. No, I agree. I agree. No, I'm not. I'm not for Houston. Matter of fact, for this, I guess I, I, I am the Clippers. Also I mean, maybe, I'm, maybe, I, do, I guess you could maybe do New Orleans, but I feel like, I don't know. 
I feel like that was the most successful stretch of Chris Paul's career, even though, like, they didn't really win anything. Like, the Lob City Clippers, maybe it was, like, the most memorable. I, I think so, too. I think throwing up the throwing up alley-oops left and right to Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan yeah, was exactly. the, the staple of who Chris Paul was, right? The mid-range killer. I mean, that's kind of him, yeah. right? That's kind of him, but he never won anything. I think that's the big argument is that there wasn't a winning definition to Chris Paul and he LA. Really never made like a conference finals and in, he was uh, up, with the Clippers. He, he was up three one on the Dwight Howard, James Harden Rockets and blew that three one lead. And oh. Houston ended up winning that series after they beat the Spurs in seven. If you don't remember that in, in yep, two thousand yep. I think it's two thousand fifteen. Could be wrong, but I think it's two thousand fifteen yeah, two thousand fifteen. And then Houston went on to lose four one to the to the Warriors. But um but yeah, so never got past the second round. So they were on the cusp of it, but never got. That's why the Clippers making the Western Conference Finals this year was such a big deal because they won their first conference conference finals game. That's ever. right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let me let me make it a little bit harder. Ray Allen. The fucking the team that his numbers should be that he should go in the Hall of Fame for doesn't exist anymore. I I do think it should be Seattle as well, but I'm going to say it's Miami. I think I think his clutch shot put him over the edge yeah, of the first title. Yeah, I guess it would probably end up being Miami. Uh, I mean, it's not Boston. I, I say that's the, the Boston guy. I don't that think. Was, I don't think. I don't. I don't think he'd say. I don't think he'd do Boston. I if I had to see Ray Allen in the Hall of Fame, I have to say it's Miami. Right now, it's Miami. He won the ring there. He won the rings there. Is that two there? Uh, I think he had one. One? So he got his ring there. He was clutch. He was crucial. Ray Allen, Miami. We're probably going to get a lot of hate in the comments. Let's get let's get two more here. I threw an extra one as, as a wild card. Here's one that's going to throw you off. Kawhi Leonard. Oh my God. Kawhi Leonard. Wait, Kawhi Leonard's in the Hall of Fame. Where is that? What jersey is he wearing? Not Toronto. Why not, though? He won a ring. It was one season. 2019. Yeah, it was one season. He still won a ring. It was half a season. Is it San Antonio then? Yeah, it would be San. I think it would be San Antonio before. He won a ring in San Antonio. One. He's got one in each place. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think it would be San Antonio. Did he spend? Did he even spend a full season in Toronto? Yeah, we spent one season in Toronto. Oh, I, I think it's San Antonio. I think a lot of Raptors fans are going to say no, it's Toronto. Well, I, of course, I, Raptors fans are going to say I, no, I, it's Toronto. I tend to agree because I would be a little slighted by Toronto. He didn't I, say. He didn't say. I no. don't agree with Canadians. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta admit, I'd I'd like to see Kawhi and San Antonio. A lot of San Antonio fans don't like Kawhi Leonard, so I I don't think they would. They I don't think they could care. Any less than what, what we're talking wow. about, but but I I do think that Kawhi in San Antonio probably is the right call, but I think he's more memorable for his lead role in the Toronto championship. So I might lean Raptors as the uniform I mean, for Kawhi. I will I will I will agree with that. That is the more memorable point of his career. Is not that he was the Finals MVP on the pop with all the aging Hall of Famers on yeah. the Spurs, but that he left there and then he was like, Hey, Toronto, I'll bring you guys to a championship. And then 
Screw you. I haven't had you on See, the show. can go spin move shit. <laughs> the spinner. I haven't asked you because you haven't really been on the show, but but Kawhi Leonard, are he playing in L.A. next year? The, L- the Clippers? Yep. Um, I don't know, man. I yeah, don't. I think, I think he's gone. I think he may have been gone, too. I think he's gone. I think he signs a max then, somewhere. No, do you think Paul George sticks around? Probably he not. Leaves? You blow it up. Yeah, they blow it all up, all over. Yep. I mean, Paul George could, or Kawhi could definitely sign with the Celtics for the veteran minimum. <laughs> Let's give you one last one. James Harden, what jersey is he wearing? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Brooklyn is, Brooklyn's not going to be able to pay him, is, are they? Probably not. I mean, if they do, they go straight luxury on all three players. So I think they get rid of one. And they may get they may get rid of Kyrie, but they got to get rid of one. Yeah. Um, so they... Ah, hard. Lakers? Yeah, it's Houston for me too, bud. It's Houston for me too. I know that's like vinegar coming you... out of your mouth. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not asking where he goes. I'm asking what jersey he's wearing in the Hall of Fame. Sorry. I guess. Oh, I what jersey he's wearing in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Houston. It's Houston, yeah. Uh, th- it's if, obviously Houston. If he wins a ring somewhere and he only spends one season there, does that change your mind on James Harden? I don't think it would. If, like, not this Brooklyn scenario. Right. Like... If you want to ring with, I don't know, with them, like a cheap ring, you know, I, I think it, I think being the face of the franchise in Houston for so long would mean more to him. Okay. So, so with that being said, does KD <laughs> wear a Golden State jersey, an Oklahoma City jersey, or the next team he wins a ship with? Uh, okay, well, Oklahoma City fans don't want him to wear the Oklahoma City jersey. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Golden State fans want him to wear the Golden State jersey. Said Durantula, he's not liked anytime he's there. Uh, Brooklyn fans like him right now. You're gonna go Brooklyn. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I think I think I have to go with Golden State. He he won the. Team I, I, yeah, I I I'd, I'd like to say Golden State, but I don't know. He's so fucking immature that he's a weirdo. Maybe his Twitter account gets into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I saw something early. I I saw something early about Steve Kerr fucking having to have a sit down with him about getting into arguments with kids on Twitter, but where he stands in like the all time debate. I'm like, dude, that's so bad. That's perfect. That's everything, KD. Although I claim KD in college, I don't think I claim KD past OKC. That guy is killing me. Unless he comes to Houston, then I'm all KD. All right, let's yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah let, let's talk about some football. Let's get the blood boiling a little bit here. We are going fantasy football. That's right. <sighs> round one, extra time. The NFL focus. I asked Steve, the General Reisner, to give me his top ten QB points per. PPR, or points per reception. The, but in the PPR, top 10 quarterbacks you would take in the 2021-2022 season. We put all the quarterbacks down in a sheet. I gave them some resource to look at before the show. 
I said, spur of the moment, let's do it. Let's introduce fantasy football. It's time. It's offseason. SFB 11's going on. We're all hyped up. Who are your top 10 quarterbacks? And so we're going to start with our number 10. Let's go backwards here. Who is number 10 for Steve Reisner? Jack Prescott. Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. Going looking into the season. This is my, again, people, we all start fucking yelling at me. This is my way too early spur of the moment. Ernest just woke me up out of bed through this topic on me. So, but yes, right right now, I think looking at the season with what Dallas has, I would put Dak as my number 10 fantasy quarterback. Fair until enough. Until Dallas falls apart. Steve is going number 10 for Dak Prescott. Again, we are doing this based off of passing attempts, passing completions, what we will get you the most points, as well as the fact of no injuries in the season, where these guys end up. I'm going number 10, Deshaun Watson for me. Two games out to four games out, depending on what you want to hear. Um, the, the most recent rumors is that it's on the, on, the, on the smaller end, so two games out for Deshaun Watson. He is my number 10, top 10 quarterback going into 2021. He may be with the Houston Texans for a while. He utilize those weapons and get traded somewhere with value. With value, Deshaun Watson's number ten for me. Number nine, Steve. Uh, damn it. Oh, uh, Brady. Tom Brady goes number nine, and surprisingly, I have Tom Brady at number nine. So that's perfect. I think Tom Brady will be a top ten quarterback. Has tons of weapons still in Tampa Bay. Will utilize them. Barring any sort of injury, there's no reason why Tom Brady wouldn't be a top ten quarterback. He may not get the yards in the ground but he definitely gets spreads the ball around and keeps the ball in his possession. I mean, why else, right? I mean, that's basically their offense is Tom Brady. Yeah. Pretty much. Number eight. Uh, go ahead, Steve. Uh, I have Justin Herbert. I have Lamar Jackson, so we're a little different there. Uh, why Justin Herbert at eight? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Sorry, it's usually three when I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, I like that kid. I liked him a lot last season. He really impressed me as a rookie. I I don't think he's going to have one of those sophomore slumps. And I think they have a decent amount of weapons over there and um, over there in the charges for him to throw to. They just don't really have anyone to run the ball. They have Austin Eckler, who's more of a guy to catch it anyway. So, yeah, yep. I, just, I, I, I like Justin Herbert this year. Especially – Having the full starting job, the starting job for the full season, he put up pretty good numbers last year for a kid who didn't have the job the, you know, the whole season. Yeah, I like Justin Herbert a lot. I'm I'm a little bit higher on him than you are. I'll I'll get to my points on him. Lamar Jackson is my number eight. Uh, Lamar saw his numbers fall just a little bit in the mm. last season, but the passing of the deep ball ended up being a huge defensive adjustment and one that he couldn't really adapt to towards the latter part of 2020. Um, and the 2021 season. So I'd like to see Lamar Jackson evolve his game a little bit more. I know he's young um, and he gets the yards, but to, to put that all together, we'll have to see what kind of year Lamar Jackson comes up with. Steve, what about number seven? Um, I have Kyler Murray at number seven, and I just realized that I only did nine quarterbacks on my list. So I have a top nine list, Ernest. <laughs> no, you better find another quarterback and plug him in, Steve. Number All right, nine. Mac Jones is number 10. Oh, my God. Okay, so really number 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 seven is Justin Herbert for you then. Yeah, number is seven is saying? Justin Herbert. Yeah, I guess. Oh, Damn it. Guys. 
All right, so number seven for both of us is going to be Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert is my number seven. Justin Herbert has the weapons. He has the deep threats. He has the tight end. He's got everybody there. And yeah, he's got uh, the arm. That's absolutely, that is absolutely correct. He's got the poise. He's got the physique. He's Ben Roethlisberger 2.0. In, in that system, he's going to strive. The, the more experience he gains, the better he's going to get. Uh, if you're in a dynasty league, you grabbed a steal if you got Justin Herbert last year. Um, this year, if you're in redraft leagues, go grab him. He's going to be a guy to stash and keep for the rest of your life, um, at least while you're playing fantasy. Hopefully you don't die when you're in your 50s, but who knows? But let's let's move on, Steve. What's your number six? Um, hold, on. hold on. You're going to be thinking about dying in my 50s, man. <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray. That's right. You did choose Kyler Murray, the Cardinal quarterback. Why Kyler Murray? Uh, well, I mean, there's the rushing aspect. The little man, the little midget running around on the football field. What? He gets like a little burst of light and takes off running. Uh, and, you know, I mean, obviously he's got some weapons over there. I got a coach who loves him and wants to throw the ball. So, yeah, I, 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 I like Kyler Murray uh, in Arizona. Kyler Murray is my number six as well. That's right. The dual threat is totally worth it. Pair him up with DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, great, great minds. Great minds. Take a like. Yeah, I, I don't know how this happened because it was completely random. I threw you on the spot. But right now, we've gotten three of the same picks because of your Mac Jones number 10. So we are rolling here in, in San Antonio. It's subject to change. It's just the first thing I could think of. This is definitely going to be a different top five because I already know one of them is different. But let's go, Steve. Drum roll, please. Who is your number five? Uh, number five, I had – let me pull up my list. Aaron Rodgers. So we do differ a little bit. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a, a bit of a wild card. Why would you tell people to draft Aaron Rodgers as your fifth best overall? Well, I don't know where he's going to – still don't know where he's playing. So, <laughs> I, I know he's he's coming off an MVP season. I still don't know if he's playing in Green Bay next year. So, yeah. Yep. I went with another another dual threat quarterback. Number five, top top 10 fantasy quarterback for me is going to be Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson puts in and uh, add add a cue to the music. We're in the top five quarterbacks in fantasy, and Pretty just sh- Luke makes oh, his. Oh, hey, entrance. hey, thanks, Luke, for coming in for the last Slide fucking two minutes of the episode. right in. <laughs> what is going on, brother? The Collins were that's instead of the Collins were slide. So Luke, don't slide. put my name with that clown. I don't want to wow. hear that shit. Wow, Collinsworth, Luke. Wow, more like that. <laughs> Luke, if I, I'm going to put you on the spot, though. You got five yeah. slots, top yeah. five fantasy quarterbacks for next season. I need your number five. My number five? If you want to um, write it down, we'll give you 30 yeah. seconds. If you got to write down five of your top top five quarterbacks. No, because I, I've always picked him. It's always Russell Wilson. He's in there. I mean, he's always my fantasy quarterback. So. All right, so he's he's going to ride with my pick. I picked Russell Wilson at number five oh, myself. Oh, okay. Aaron Rodgers for Steve. And I'll just I'll just update these as we go. We go to number four, top fantasy quarterbacks for 2021-2022. Steve, who is number four for you? Boom, I got Russell Wilson. He's got number Russell. Four. He's got Russell Wilson at number four. If I I'm gonna go to you next, Luke. Who's your number four? A Rod. Aaron Rodgers. I 
I actually like the way this is going because this is commonality amongst us. I also have Aaron Rodgers at number four. So a bit of a swap for uh, for for uh, us two uh, with with me and Luke against Steve here. But swoopy swoop. But Aaron Rodgers, a big reason why Aaron Rodgers is not a top three is because of the lack of inconsistency of where he's actually going to freaking play next year. Um, even Tom Brady trolling him was perfect, right? Oh, that's awesome. I he's, love that Tom Brady a, has a Twitter. He's the leader <laughs> of the Green Bay Packers, I think. Like, uh, I don't know if that guy is. So, um, that's right. But, okay, so Russell Wilson was number four for you, Steve. And Aaron Rodgers is number, is number four. Oh, well, I have him as five there, but he's number four for us. Um Talk to us, the mindset of Russell Wilson, everything we said, just a step higher. Is that, is that basically it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so our number four picks, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. This is where I think we're going to start to differ. Number three overall, Steve, who's your number three pick? Um, Lamar Jackson. All right. So you're way higher in Lamar Jackson than I am. Um, and we'll go I to that. The guy's, guy's going to get a 1,000 yards rushing. 1,000 yards rushing is fucking – Huge for a quarterback, even if he only throws fucking 2,500 fucking yards and still can't figure out how to throw the ball right. That is very true. Luke, who is your number three quarterback in fantasy points in the NFL this Um, season? I'm going with the quarterback that was drafted number one overall in baseball and football, Kyler Murray at number three. Kyler Murray at number three. So Kyler Murray, I'll just give you the update. Kyler Murray was number six for both of us. Um, And so my number number three – is going to be a shocker for Steve because he hates him, but it is going to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen is oh, wait my until you see my number two. Oh shoot, he's got he's got him at two. Crap. Josh Allen hits three for me. So Lamar Jackson, we talked about already, but obviously dual threat quarterback, probably top notch in Steve's eyes, the best uh, you know dual threat quarterback in the NFL. Um, as for uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm getting looks. But uh, as for Luke, Kyler Murray, the dual threat quarterback we talked about earlier, that um, definitely on the up and up, just along with Justin Herbert. So definitely like Kyler Murray with the revamped line. I am absolutely all about Josh Allen this season. He's he's almost my number two quarterback, um, but I couldn't put him ahead my number uh, my number two quarterback. But Josh Allen, another dual threat quarterback who has the cannon of an arm, leads the Bills offense. Bills still always interchange with the running back position. So Josh Allen is their top running back and their QB. So you got to say Josh Allen gets up there in points. Boys, going next, Luke, who's your number two? Josh Allen. Ah, Josh Allen, number two for Luke. Why Josh Allen, Luke? Uh, just because they have no running game. Josh Allen is their running game. So yeah, Zach, Josh Moss, Zach Moss is not a good running back. And Mike Singletary had one good year, and he is now – Zach Moss is a running back? Yeah, Zach Moss is a running back. And Mike Singletary had a very great year. He had to play for the JPP Finger Bangers and won me a title. But he only had one good year, so he's fallen off the face of the earth, too. Josh Allen is the dual He had one good year, then he sucked. I was dead to Luke. That is very true. Steve, I'm going to guess Once you're on that list, it's it's over. Steve, I'm going to guess Josh Allen is your number two. Josh Allen is my number two. All right. Well, boys and girls, let me teach you something. The Bills will not win the AFC East. Did we lose Steve? We lost Steve. It was rightfully so because he he was talking about the AFC East and the the internet was like, nope, you're done. That that was actually Roger Goodell cutting off our. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is definitely podcast gate. Um, 
Dak Prescott's my number two. Dak Prescott's a dual threat quarterback. He's definitely top three when it comes to the run game. In my opinion, when he's healthy, he's going to be throwing for over 4,000 yards at least. He's got the offensive weapons. If Dallas is playing from behind or playing in, in close games like we probably will see all year because their defense is not the best, Dak Prescott, for me, is just going to get the stats, you know. Um, and before he left last season, I mean, he was leading the NFL in yards by over 1,000 yards. And he was the yard leader through week six, even though he only played three and a half games. So um, it just goes to show that the the offense in Dallas runs through Dak Prescott. Yep. And so Dak Prescott, for me, is just number two overall. Yep, I don't no think. I don't think we need to put it on the board, but I think yeah. overall number one is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we don't even have to talk about it, but let's yeah. just say why. Patrick Mahomes is everything Kansas City, and he runs the deep threat as well as um, gets the yards on the ground. It's clutch situations. In close games, he's throwing. In, in blowout games, he's throwing to the end of the third, if not some of the some of the close yardage in the, in the fourth. Um, when it comes to statistical output, Patrick Mahomes has been number one quarterback for years. So Correct. Um, there is nobody else. Some leagues are just one with Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah. um, if, if you're, if you're anything that the real debate probably for most is Prescott Allen or Jackson, cause you'll have that crazy yeah. full take Mahomes in the, in the first round. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, in my eyes, it's Prescott and y'all's eyes, it would be Allen. And then, um, for me, it's, uh, you know, Allen would be that next choice. And for you, yeah. for, for, uh, for you, it'd be Murray. Murray would be yeah. up there as that third choice. So, yep. where do you have Prescott in your top five? I am, I am, or your top ten? I, I have to ask. He was at six. He was at six. He okay. Would, yeah, he would be at six. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't watch him unless he's in Pittsburgh. So I don't really right. see him that often. That's the problem with most of the sports on the, at least on the eastern side. I don't see a lot of unless it's in the AFC. I don't really see a lot of those games. So I don't really see NFC teams that often unless they're playing Pittsburgh. Um, so I really don't know, I guess it really all depends on how he bounces back from this angle. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, you're going to know within that first probably three to four game stretch, what kind of deck you're going to get for the rest of the year. Yep. And hopefully nothing else happens to him just to give you a rundown on my top 10. So you can hear it. One Mahomes, two Prescott, three Allen, four Rogers, five Wilson, six Murray, seven Herbert, eight Jackson, nine Brady, 10 Watson, depending on. Yeah, that he might he might be a steal. Honestly, if he if he doesn't, I'm not gonna say if he doesn't get anything out of it, he's gonna get something out of it. But right. not a lot of people are gonna take that risk of taking up a full quarterback slot with him. Just m might play this year, or might not play this year. Who knows? Yep, you're absolutely correct. And and uh, that that actually ends today's episode. Is the is the Woo! last. Last topic, Luke slid right in there. Swoop special right in. special thanks to the general for joining us. He said his last pick was Mahomes in a private message. So we absolutely had you there, Steve. Yeah. But uh, thank you to all your lapsers for coming out. It was a short episode today, uh, but we really appreciate your following. Appreciate your input. And, and, of course, keep listening. Today was a filler episode. Next week, draft, trivia, bunch of giveaways. Yeah. We are excited. And we start that countdown to the BCMG Expo. Don't forget August 20th, 21st. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming out. Just Luke, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Hearts on Hockey. Um, I'm where well, I'm at the end of my year. It's I'm watching the Stanley Cup Finals right now. The Montreal Canadiens are trying to fight back this very heavily high-powered Tampa Bay offense. Uh, it's three to one in the series right now. It's nothing, nothing at the end of the first period. So I'm about at my wits' end with with hockey. And now it looks like we're right going to hop right into college and pro 
um, OTAs, not OTAs, uh, mandatory training camps start next month. So I just, I can't wait. Honestly, it's, it's, it's our year, Ernest. It's starting to become our year here towards the end. So <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I'm definitely hyped. I'm ready for the new season. I'm ready to get things going. Everything. I'm ready for the new season to be regular again. No more COVID asterisks. No more, yep. no more worried about that. So awesome stuff. Just to thank you for joining us late. I mean, just joining us, period, man. You've been consistent with the last week as we're transitioning the summer off season. Everybody's yeah. taking off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you guys so much. Give a listen. Give us a shout out. Share our, share our message here. We appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of the week. And I hope you don't have too much of a 4th of July lull. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. Today.